Well, Benny Boy, this coming Tuesday, the 18th of June, the world will be celebrating International Sushi Day. I know we say it every time, but geez, there's a day for everything <laughs> there now, is, isn't, isn't there? I love sushi. Japanese cuisine, don't you? Yeah, sushi's great. It's fresh. It's not what well, it's got to be good sushi. I mm. don't like bad sushi because it repeats on you a few days later, <laughs> but I love a good sushi plate. But it is. It's simple. It's fresh. It's often it's a pretty light meal as well. It can be cheap at times. As and well. it's good for you. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, the other night I was going to the theatre in Chatswood uh, with my girlfriend. It was a 7.30 show. We were going to have dinner beforehand. But we hit traffic. We were running a bit late. So we got there about 15 minutes before the curtain went up. We went across the road, got sushi, 12 bucks for both of us. We were full. <laughs> Who were... said I was a cheap date? <laughs> I wouldn't say you're a cheap date. I'd just say you're cheap. <laughs> <laughs> well, with International Sushi Day, it's coming off on Tuesday. I thought we'd check in with the head chef of one of Sydney's finest sushi and Japanese restaurants, Sushi E, which is part of the Maryvale Group. His name is Michael Fox, and he joins us on the line tonight. Evening, Michael. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Not at all. Thanks for coming on the board. Sushi, it's become one of the most popular dishes, not just in Japan, but here in Australia, but right around the world. Why do you think that is? Um, Yeah, I think, uh, as you previously mentioned, it's it's healthy, it's um, accessible, and, um, you know, especially in Australia, we've we've got an abundance of uh, fish to choose from. So, uh, you know, it all makes sense. Michael, can I ask, why would we go to a five-star restaurant for something that is so simple. What makes it better at a restaurant? Mm. Um, there's certainly different grades of um, sushi restaurants, uh, Sydney and ar- around Australia, um, you know, starting from your, your sushi trains um, up into what we do, do here at Sushi. And uh, it really depends on, you know, the, the level of um, professional that, you know, we're, we're basically buying buying the most expensive produce we can, and which, mm. which equals the best produce from, from the rice you know, to to the fish, to the vinegar that we're finishing the rice. You know, it's it's all uh, relative to to what you're paying for your meal. You talk about price there, and you see some of those records that get broken in Japan yep. every single yeah. year. It's amazing, it, isn't it? It's outrageous. I think I read, you know, a couple of months ago, then that they sold a a a a, a, a fish that they were selling for twelve hundred dollars a kilo. <laughs> Is there a market for that for that that premium a product? Um, maybe not here, but certainly in Japan, um, you know, everyone's fanatical about food and, uh, and certainly, uh, sushi there, you know, I've, I've blown some, uh, big money eating, eating my way around <laughs> Japan, that's for sure. So what's the best way to present sushi and what should we be eating it with? Um, certainly as, as you mentioned before, keeping it really, really simple, um, you know, uh, we we do certainly the traditional style of, of uh, sushi where it's literally just fish um, with some pickle ginger, um, some wasabi and some soy that we make here in the restaurant. What sorts of fish are you using? Um, we we use obviously the, the mainstays like uh, salmon and kingfish and certainly a lot of tuna. Um, but we also um, have a little bit of a niche here where, where we're... We, we are a small enough restaurant to, for the fishmongers to be hand-picking fish for us. So right. if they have one fish that's unusual, um, you know, they'll send it in and we can certainly use it. We have a great, great guest following here, so they're happy with that. Are there certain types of fish that lend themselves to being, you know, used for sushi? Um, certainly um, those, those fattier fishes, um, what we're seeing at the, mac- uh, at the minute is uh, fish like mackerel and and bonito and stuff like that, and and with with the heat of the sushi master's hands, just just heats up that fat a little bit for it to come out. Um, and matched with a, a a perfectly seasoned rice, um, yeah, it's pretty magic. 
And the, the possibilities are endless, aren't they? Any combination of fe- uh, seafood or chicken or beef or whatever, the different veggies, uh, the avocado, you name it as well. What about the sauces, though? I'm, I'm, look, look, I'm, I'm a pretty boring soy sauce kind of guy, as you <laughs> can imagine. What about wasabi? Do you have wasabi there, Michael? Yeah, absolutely. We we use um, uh, fresh wasabi from from Tassie and also um, imported um, wasabi from from Japan. Um, just depending on uh, what sort of flavour profiles and what you're mixing it with as well. You know, Ben, I've actually never tried wasabi, and this isn't a challenge for food and wine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have an absolute wars, <laughs> and I have no desire to even try. But Michael, wasabi doesn't have to be so violently hot, does it? You can really no. get some beautiful, subtle flavours. A lot of the time, that that violently hot wasabi is is a manufactured product, which is uh, generally a horseradish rather than a wasabi. But um, yeah, fresh wasabi is mild mannered and just gives you that that heat to to elevate the the flavours of the fish. So basically, that's what we're going to do next week. We're going to have six different wasabis, <laughs> and we're going to see if Luke can find the horseradish amongst them. I think that sounds great. Whoever now, cries first, you That's exactly right. Now, what actually defines sushi? Yeah. Because I, I'm fascinated to know, can you have you know sushi octopus? Can you have sushi scallop? What yeah. defines sushi? Yeah, some, something that is uh, is raw um, in, in the fish world. So... We, we certainly do do octopus. We certainly do um, you know different types of clams, oysters, um, scallop. Yeah, you name it. So um, yeah. How important is the rice element? Is it just normal rice, or is it a little bit more complicated than that? Yeah, there's there's a big debate. Um, what's more important, whether it's the fish or the rice? Um, for me, I think the rice is more important. So we, we import our rice from Japan um, and we mix that with, uh, with a combination of vinegar, sugar and salt, with, which is also imported from Japan. Um, so that's, that's a big difference from, from sushi shop to sushi shop. Um, um, the rice is a very individual process to the sushi master's liking. Silly question. What makes rice yeah. premium or less premium? Um... A lot to do with um, probably volume. Uh, I guess, mm-hmm. you know, your, your big brands, um, you know, they, they might be a, a Japanese uh, rice brand, but, but produce in, in Mexico or the States or something like this. You know, uh, our rice is uh, certainly produced in, in Japan um, from smaller growers, so it certainly pushes the price up. But what you do so well there at Sushi E, uh, uh, Michael, is that you make it right in front of the customers. It is a delicate yep. and intricate process, but how difficult yep. is it to make sushi? Oh, hugely difficult. Um, you know, my, my sushi master's been training for 20 or 30 years and uh, some of the best in Australia. So, you know, and it doesn't stop there. You continue learning. Um, and that's, that's uh, the beauty about having uh, Japanese staff is they're just fanatical about one thing. You know, they don't open a, a restaurant which serves, you know, everything under the sun. It, it's literally, we're talking about fish and rice and that's their life. You know, uh, yeah. Simplistically, though, like what are the sort of yep. techniques that would be being employed? Because I think for the uninitiated, they sort of sit there and they, they look at a piece of sushi and they go, it's a piece of fish that's been chopped up. What are the subtleties that we're not seeing? Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, the back of house, the, the care that we're taking with the fish from, from you know, the supplies that we've sourced, um, the way it comes in through, through the restaurant and the way it's prepared. Um, and that's just before anyone's thought about making a booking. So um, when the guest sits down, it's sort of it's pre-prepared, and we're sort of slicing in front of them. So you know, you got to think back to the start, and it's a big process to get it to the to the point where it reaches the plate.
Now, before we let you go, Michael, I know Ben here has challenged me to have some wasabi <laughs> next week. Now, I want to challenge Ben back. Mm. Ben, five times in a row, as quickly as you can, say the word sushi. Shan't be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it was worth a shot. It is called Sushi E. It's part of the Maryvale Group. You can find it at 252 George Street in Sydney City. It's open for lunch from Monday to Friday and dinner from Monday to Saturday. To book, you just head to maryvale.com and follow the links. And why not? International Sushi Day. It's on this coming Tuesday. Michael Fox is the head chef at Sushi E in Sydney. Michael, thank you for your time tonight. Perfect, guys. Thanks for the chat.